This is exactly right. it all the way up. Crank it. You look like a little baby today. Do I? Yeah. Thank you. What's going on in your face? Youth? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I looked at myself and I was like, <laughs> I look old. Uh, That's nice to hear. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm bloated. And so it's filling out all my wrinkles. <laughs> I'm bloated and gross. And so, you know. How that fills out your wrinkles. It looks great. Thank you. The bloated, gross look. Bloated. Is really good on you. Drinking last night works well on you. Yeah. We've started, right? Is this it? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> is this the way? Thank you. I feel like um, sneak starts are the our best way. Sneak so starts that... and compliments. <laughs> the best way to start anything. <laughs> Were you in on me telling Georgia she looked like a baby? I was all there for it. Yeah. yeah great. Okay. Great. Great. Just so people know what I was yeah, talking thank about. Thank you. Yeah. They know that we're actually like. Nice. I don't know. Having, I don't know why I'm having a fucking depressed day. So it was nice to start with telling me that. Thank you. That's right. Now you have to say something nice about me. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I did think when I walked in that you look pretty. Your your cheeks are really rosy. Your skin oh. is glowy. It's because I haven't left the house in days. So when I actually go out, I'm like, you guys, I'm out here. Your cells are like, what? <gasps> oh, my God, outside. That's I'm good. That's so better. happy. Be outside with people. Welcome to my favorite murder. <laughs> I ate Del Taco last night. <laughs> Chili cheese fries. Did you for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, because you drank and then you had some DT afterwards? Yeah. I didn't even drink that much, but it was Vince's birthday and he was like, let's get Del Taco and I just want to support him. You've got to. You know? Your husband is making you. All I, made, all I ate was tacos, but I ate fucking chili cheese fries. We get a lot of uh, 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 tweets oh, yeah. from people who tell us I had Del Taco for the first time. Right. Or like, guys, you guys talk about it and we wanted to know. We wanted it because like, that's your thing. Or what should I order? Right. <laughs> We've I, gotten ones that are, what should I order? I feel like we should tell, or I gotta say, Go their ahead. chili cheese fries are fucking on point. They will change your life at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's a, uh, I like there's a, just a plain old soft taco. I don't like soft tacos, but their regular tacos are good, for sure. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> um, also, yeah, they make crinkle cut fries, which is like so junior high I know. cafeteria that it's really heartwarming. They're good. And you, they're guacamole if you dip their french fries in guacamole. Oh, yeah, you oh, love hey, look, that. There's April Richardson's name. We're sitting hey. at the um, the Earwolf Midworld Studios right now for the very first time. Oh, my God. Recording. We are here in – we're at the Midworld – well, they, they really are the Earwolf Studios. Yeah. Where, the, where so many of your favorite podcasts get recorded. Yeah, and there's a table. Nerd poker. Uh, Hollywood <laughs> handbook. Um <laughs> Who charted? One Who of my charted? favorites. Yeah. Who charted? Everything is here. It's uh, here. Um, we're at, we're sitting at. They have this big like wooden table where you record, and everyone writes their name when they're here. And so there's all these. I see April Richardson right there. Paul Tompkins right there. Who else is there? Uh, Thomas Middleditch. I saw over here. I mean, Ronan Beverly right here. Just. We, you know, sure we could just be naming names off the top of our head, but trust <laughs> us that it's the names we're looking at at these t- at this table. Promise. And then I just wrote SSDGM right here. Oh, did you? I did. Um, I didn't want to write our names. I thought that might look dumb, but 
I mean, there's a lot of self-consciousness on this table. You oh. can really see it. There's people who yeah. made who made big swings, who made very bold choices of mm-hmm. drawing pictures or really trying to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Other people just put their name on here. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this, oh yeah, you already said, but this is my favorite murder of the minisode. That's Karen Kilgariff. That is Georgia Hardstar. Hi. Hi. So this is where we redo your hometown murders that you send us um, at My Favorite Murder. I think this is going to be really distracting for me, this table. I yeah, can tell. Look into my I eyes. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I am going to. I'm going to demand that they put like a cheap uh, tablecloth down whenever we're going to record so, Because basically you just have to see who's there. Hey, look, no. Jason, Jason Sklar. Jason Sklar. It's just like really, it's really distracting. It is. Um, I'm not going to look at it anymore. Okay, good. So we redo your mini-sodes that you, or no. That you send us. We redo your hometown murders that you send us. That's right. Although if you want to type up a mini-sode sure. the way it should be done, right. or, uh, obviously we're open to it. Yeah. Um, do you want to go? Actually, can I start with this one? This like girl. This, Please do. So we got a letter in the mail at our PO box and old school, old school. And there's a piece of lined, you know, regular three lined paper, three ring lined paper. <laughs> you got it. There we go. And uh, you're like, I look at it, and this person has written pencil, and it's like the cutest. You're like, oh my god, I wrote like that in junior high. Like this person's handwriting is adorable. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Dear Karen and Georgia, oh my goodness, hi, my name is Jayla B- I'm a huge fan, seriously. I'm 13, by the way. Oh my God. <laughs> my mom got me hooked on this podcast. Mom. Whenever we're in the car together, it's all we listen to. My mom, it's like the cute, look at this handwriting. I can't. Oh my God. It's like puffy yeah. and adorable. <laughs> and there's an MFM with hearts around it at the top. Jayla. Is her name Jayla? It's J-E-A-J-A-E-L-A. Yeah. Jayla. Okay. Um, we listened to it. I guess I shouldn't have said her last name. Okay, thank you. Steven's like, I'm already on that, bleeping that <laughs> out. Steven's like weirdo. way ahead of me. <laughs> um, ba, 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 ba. It's all we listen to. My mom lets me listen to it because, quote, because it, quote, instills a healthy fear of murder in me. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> but it's a plus. You guys are hilarious. I have a hometown murder. This one is sick. So a few <laughs> years ago, a coach at my school kidnapped Haley Owens and killed her. Witnesses said that he asked her for directions. Then he pulled her into his car. They tried to chase his car, but failed to catch it. A few hours later, she was found dead in his basement, stuffed in a storage bin. She was only 11. Turns out he was on meth. Some of my friends knew him, and some went to school with her. Insane. Uh, Jayla B. with a heart. P.S. In the drawing there, the D's are banjos from the banjo murder stories. And so she made us this drawing, too. Stay sexy, don't get murdered. Look at that drawing. <laughs> I swear I'll put it on Instagram. It's like a really cute drawing. And, it's and very cute. The word murder is spelled in like a bunch of, like one is the banjo, of course, and then there's like some trees and the, from the forest in there, and there's a hatchet and a knife, and it's adorable. And it what looks like a, you know, a standard, like a butter knife, <laughs> as well yeah. as a murder knife and axe. Because it's not always planned. That's right. And some rope. Did you notice the U is rope? I, I just saw that through the paper that you're holding. Oh, my God. We'll post that on Instagram. Beautiful. So beautiful job. What a horrible, from especially yeah. from a 13-year-old. Yeah. An absolutely horrible story. Yeah. Go, it's funny to go from, I'm 13 and we love you. Anyways, I'm 13 and here's the worst murder you've ever heard. Here's a incredibly terrible thing that happened to a very young child. Wow. Jayla. I mean... You know, Thank remember you. to counterbalance your love of true crime with some fun stuff. 
uh, please. What do we recommend for 13-year-olds? Ren and Stimpy. I don't know. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I mean, just run around in a circle for yeah, a while. Love and happiness. Pinwheels. Puppy. What do you guys like? Gum? Tons gum. of gum. Just like four pieces of gum at once. Oh, my God. Try it. That is actually really fun. That hurts my mouth. Just like as much hubba bubba as you can fit <laughs> into your mouth. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I love it. Here's my first one. Okay. Uh, this is a, called First Responder, The Sheriff, The Lion, The Celebrity, and The Fucked Up Old Couple. <laughs> that was the original name. What the <laughs> Wizard of Oz was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> then they're like, you know what? Let's get a scarecrow instead of the fo- fucked up old couple because they're too creepy. I guess. Um, okay. Roll call. Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Beloved Menagerie. Aw. Brilliant. I had never followed a podcast before MFM, and I have been a vivid list an avid, sorry, an avid <laughs> listener. <laughs> I want her to be a vivid listener. <laughs> avid and vivid do look really alike. They're pretty similar. Uh, an avid <laughs> listener since your fourth episode dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Dropped. Like a Missy hey, Elliott album. What's up? My boyfriend, who has splurged for VIP tickets Aww. at the Fort Lauderdale show, by the way, nice brag, is a first responder. Cool. This story is from 1986 when he was wet behind the ears, 18, Ugh, I hate that. Uh, 18-year-old sheriff's deputy, and was on a solo midnight shift patrol in rural Florida, Loxahatchee, to be precise. Hmm. Um the call my boyfriend was responding to was a Signal 70, which was livestock on the highway. <laughs> it was 1 a.m., so he headed over to the Loxahatchee trailer park where the call had been generated looking for a sheep or a cow. Seeing none of the aforementioned, he left the safety of his 1980s cop car, think clunky black and white, mm. with one single light bar across the top. Yeah, we know what 80s cop cars look like. Okay. And you don't what- need to explain us. <laughs> right? We've seen them. We watch chips. No, those are motorcycles, huh? We watch cops. We watch cops. <laughs> I think could have just gone with the obvious one and again. Uh, I think that's what you meant. Probably. Uh, okay. And he went to knock on the trailer door. The elderly couple who had called peered through the window at him and started pointing frantically behind him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He turned around to see a fully maned lion walking towards <gasps> Oh, my God. I was not expecting that. <laughs> the elderly couple refused to open their door yeah. and let him in. Oh, no. What the actual fuck? In parentheses, it actually says that. Um, so he pulled his gun. Again, think 1980s long-barreled revolver, a.k.a. Dirty Harry. Yeah. And tried to make it back to his cop car, unmauled. My boyfriend is an animal lover, but as he was desperately trying to fumble through his baseball-sized key fob, no auto uh, no auto unlock back then, Mm-mm. and make sure he didn't accidentally shoot, shoot his gun off, he dropped his keys as the now-interested lion started to pad toward him. Oh, my God, oh, my God. He made a run for his locked cop car, jumped on top of the light bar, and reluctantly aimed a six-shooter in the lion's direction. As the lion was about to put his front paws up on the car, no! car window to get a better sniff of my man. Oh, my God. A long-haired, shirtless man came crashing through the bushes, driving a golf cart, screaming, Don't shoot, don't shoot, he's a friendly lion. My boyfriend yelled back, I don't give a fuck how friendly (laughs) he is, he's a lion. Get him the fuck away from me or I'll shoot him. The man grabbed the lion by the ear and pulled him into the golf cart passenger seat (laughs) and zoomed off. I don't even give a shit if this is a lie. I this don't is either. so enjoyable. <laughs> but please don't lie on these. Yeah. Um, 
leaving my boyfriend sweating and shaking on top of his car, gun drawn, keys in the dirt. As he calmed down, he realized that the long-haired man was actor Steve Sipek, who was well-known in the area for owning big cats and playing Tarzan on TV. What? One of the things I really love about being a first responder are the stories he yells, or being with a first responder, mm-hmm. are the stories he tells. Well, something's wow. wrong with my eyes. <laughs> yells. Um, <laughs> what if he yelled stories at her at night? Uh, the stories he tells about his colleagues, the insider information that I'd never be privy to. For example, for the next two plus years, my rookie cop would li- regularly find toy lions in his car, his desk <laughs> drawer, his locker. Can't wait to meet you in November. I Thank you all for the inappropriate times you've made me snort laugh whilst in the gym wearing headphones. SSDGM Linda. That is that was great. the best. That's so hilarious. Linda. It's so funny, too, because my dad it, there's, was always had pranks being pulled on him or was pulling one. I feel like there's something about, like, yeah. letting off steam for first responders. My favorite one is... They used to um, – they made fun of my dad because he always had the same duffel bag. Like he brought mm-hmm. his stuff to and from the firehouse in this one duffel bag. Mm-hmm. And they accused him of never cleaning it out, like <laughs> that it was always just the same stuff in there. <laughs> and so a guy put this old ashtray. It was like an iron ashtray of a Viking boat. <laughs> he put that in the bag. And my dad said he carried it around for like a month before he knew oh it was God. in there. <laughs> they were right. They were right. Oh, my God. He would just take out the things that were dirty and wash them into like, yeah. Ew. Just stuff like that. I mean, I th- he washed his clothes. No, but. no, no. I meant you an ashtray <laughs> in a bag. Sounds disgusting. But yes. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's like, oh, thank God when a, a case doesn't go horribly wrong, we should at least make fun of it. Yes. That, oh, wow. Right? You're yeah. like, it's also a way of probably keeping people in line a little bit where it's yeah. like the next time you react, you have to think – Whatever I do, I'm going to get shit for yeah. for the next three years. Yeah, there's going to be a nickname made out of this case <laughs> exactly. or this whatever. Uh, okay, let me see here. This one's kind of like, – we can save it for the end if it's bad, if the ending is bad. So, okay. This is called Satanic Sex Ritual Stabbing in Milwaukee. Oof. Hi, all. That's easy, too. Hi, all. Wisconsin is definitely not lacking in murders and serial killers, but this was a crazy not-murder story that occurred right near my apartment a few years ago. In November 2011, an 18-year-old man was found naked and bleeding in the street just a few blocks from my apartment. He had been cut and stabbed over 300 times. He was transported to a local hospital while police followed the bloody trail to a nearby apartment. The door was open, and when they went inside, police found knives, duct tape, rope, blood, and books on Satanism and other occult topics, including the Necromantic Ritual Book and the Werewolf's Guide to Life. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun with your werewolfism. That's so stupid. I know. Go to a carnival, werewolf. Let's, like, that is the dumbest. I immediately picture a werewolf wearing jeans. (laughs) Like, with one leg crossed and his hand on his hip. Yeah. He's going to have fun this life. He's going to make life worth living. Yeah, sure, you're a werewolf, but don't let that hold you back. There's all these other days besides the one day where there's a full moon. Uh, Okay, apparently this guy lived in Arizona and met two women online, Rebecca Chandler and Raven, quote, Scarlet Larrabee. Uh, Raven Larrabee. I think you have to pick one or the other. Yeah. If you're already Raven, you don't need Scarlet. No, give that to someone else. (laughs) Give it to your friend Lisa. Yeah, give it to another goth girl. Uh, He took a bus to Milwaukee to participate in a consensual satanic ritual act with them. According to the women, the encounter 
quote, quickly got out of hand. <laughs> they tied him up, stabbed him repeatedly, and held him captive for two days. According to the hospital, he had approximately 300 wounds on his back, face, arm, legs, and neck, basically everywhere. Rebecca was in the apartment when the cops showed up and blamed most of it on Scarlett, whose real name she didn't know. Both women... Oh, oh no. It's Raven. <laughs> <laughs> they should have asked Karen. <laughs> Uh, both women were arrested, but I don't think they were ever charged. The guy survived and apparently updated his Facebook status to, quote, stitches. Sex, stay sexy, don't get murdered, Laura. <laughs> well, he's really, he's just taking it very lightly, it yeah, sounds like. He's like, yeah, I guess I did go over there for some satanic sex ritual. I mean, I hope he doesn't blame himself because... Even though it's a satanic sex ritual, yeah. I don't think anybody thinks that no. that means I'm going to get stabbed 300 no. times. Once you're tied up, there you're not in control anymore. Which yeah. is the point of, sta- of of tying someone up, I guess. Yeah, so but you're not. Then you then fun things are supposed to happen. <laughs> right. Fun, dirty stuff, and not right. not stabbing. Silk scars, you know, sexy tie up stuff. Also. Anytime the number is that high, I just go like, just right now picture poking yourself in the back of the hand 10 times. Yeah. And that's irritating. Yeah. You get stabbed three fucking hundred times. And then think of the fucking, the like, what are the nurses called that are still learning how to nurse? The person who had to count all of those stab wounds. Oh, yeah. The medical assistant? Medical assistant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it's, look, can we just say it's over 40? <laughs> Please. <laughs> no. Just round up for all of these? No, Derek. You have to count them all. <laughs> we need it for the file. Yeah. Okay. This next one, it, the subject line is Beach Day with My Dead Dad. Oh, I saw that movie. It was great. Uh, legend. Okay, hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, Elvis, Mimi, Dottie. Oh, the new cat. I was like, who the fuck Karen, is Karen, your face when you said Dottie. I knew you haven't been paying attention when I talked about how cute she is. Dottie. Dottie, who the hell? Oh, Dottie. Uh, George and all the other precious animal friends everywhere. Well, fuck Frank. I, he gets nothing. Okay. First of all, I promise this isn't a weekend at Bernie situation. <laughs> she knew. Secretly, I love your – oh, secondly, I love your podcast. Uh, I mean, secretly. something's wrong. I mean, that's probably true for a lot of people, though. <laughs> that secretly. is actually very true. Yeah. Did you see the girl that took the picture of the back of the guy and she said – um, he's so pissed that we're listening to your podcast on the way to Las Vegas. And you said, I kind of, I'm on his I'm side. I'm on right his now. side. That's so uncool. <laughs> like, if someone doesn't want to listen to my favorite murder, I think they oh, are in the right. The, well, also just being forced l- to listen to a podcast, like that's, that's not car consensus. No. That's not fun times road trip. No. That's we're our personalities being forced on yeah. some poor dude who looks like he just wants to listen to car talk. Yeah. But like you don't have to listen to car talk either. You both can listen to Hey, you go you meet in the middle. Yeah. Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to what's a neutral podcast? <clears throat> this American Life is a good one. Everyone likes that. There's something for everyone. You know what Vince and I like to listen? Oh, we put it on when you were in the car that one time. The Ugh, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. The best. Something for everyone. It is so funny. It's so funny. It is the most enjoyable thing. to. St- next time, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls together in a car, don't force mm-hmm. your personal beliefs on other people. <laughs> Just listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Uh, listen to the one where he talks to himself. Where there's no guests? Yes. I mean, it's out, literal hours of entertainment. Truly so enjoyable. <laughs> so good. Okay. So, yeah. There. All right. We're st- <laughs> we just started. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, I love your podcast. I cannot right. wait to see you guys in Madison in October. Hi. Can't wait. I naturally started listening to you the week after you were in Milwaukee. Y'all were amazing. 
make my days at work go by so much faster. Thank you. you. Here's my ghost story. Sorry to disappoint, but it's not a scary one, and no one was murdered. My dad died when I was 16 years old. We were incredibly close, and I was a total daddy's girl. Mm. Losing him was really hard. That's such a young Mm. age to lose a parent. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Every year on his birthday, I would try to do something nice to remember and celebrate him by doing some of his favorite things. Drink martinis, watch old westerns, go outside, eat apple pie. Go outside. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not like your dad. I don't go outside. Um, Okay, so a few years ago, I was feeling especially bummed on his birthday. Just missing him a lot, so I decided to go out of town. I was living in Green Bay at the time, and I found myself in Manitowoc. Is that how you pronounce it? It's the one from yeah, Making a Murder. I think you're right. I think Manitowoc. Um, sheep in parentheses, yes, Making a Murder, Manitowoc. Okay. I was driving down some side road by the lake where I found the tiniest little beach, completely separate from everything and every, everyone and everything. The beach was maybe 30 feet by 20 feet. I'm not a geometrist. It was small. <laughs> There were two there were two chairs on the beach. So I decided to pull over and sit in one of the chairs and just watch the lake. There were abs- there was absolutely no one around. Perfect because I really knew I needed to ugly cry Aww. and I didn't want anyone to see. When I sat down, I immediately started crying. But then I suddenly felt fine. Felt totally fine. I felt comforted and safe, a complete 180. After an hour of watching the waves, I got up to leave the beach and on my way out, I saw clear as day my name written in the sand, Kate. It was at least three feet tall. I know I would have seen this on my way in. It took up most of the beach. Ooh, I just got chills. I got chills if I am my whole body. Um, also, no one spells their name like me. Most people spell it with a K. Uh, she spells it with a C. I knew my dad was with me, but this was just a slap in the face I needed to know he hasn't totally left me. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's 
that's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Oh my God. Sometimes it's terrifying to know that we're not alone, but it's also good to know that the people we've loved also hang around. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry. God damn you, Stephen. <laughs> She's saying that because Stephen picked it. This is not a random. <laughs> you ladies keep it up. I have no cool witty closing. I'm sure it'll come to me after I send this. Love, Kate. P.S. Karen, you're amazing on how did this get made. And Georgia, your drunk history gives me life. Okay, bye. Sorry, that got me good. Yeah. That got me good. Seeing her name in the sand and then it's spelled differently. And also, she walked in that way. Unless somebody snuck up and as a nice treat wrote her name in the sand. Well, then it's just creepy. Well, yeah. Then, then it goes the opposite <laughs> direction. It's, it's not a nice someone treat. followed her from fucking Green Bay. <laughs> and knew her name. And knew her name. And knew the spelling. Uh, that was magical. And that there were two seats there. Yes. And that she didn't, she went to like purge it, but then it was like, oh no, that's not actually how I feel. And then chilled it out. Daddy. I mean, that was beautiful. Yay. As someone who likes their dad. Oof. I, that made that got me. Same here. Um, should I read? I've done two now because I did uh, Jayla's. Should I do one more? Yeah. Want to? Have you done two? Well, I did the I did the opening one. Right. And then I did my satanic sexual Oh, sexual that's right. Okay, one. yeah. Do another one. Okay. Right? Stephen's like, no. <laughs> he looked at Stephen. He's like, it's Stephen, been four can we, hours. Stephen, can we please? You've been recording for, like, what if we time didn't <laughs> exist in this room suddenly? <gasps> That's how we found out. I survived, question mark, the laziest kidnapping attempt in history. Yes. And then it says, lighthearted, exclamation mark. <laughs> Everything about this. All right. Hello, Murderino family. I wanted to write in about this for a long time, but I've but I have anxiety. Have you heard of it? <laughs> but I finally worked up the nerve. Can you imagine having anxiety to write a funny? You're honey. Yes, you're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Diana, you're I good. Uh, I get it. I grew up in a quiet suburb on Long Island. Not much happening there. But my first job at 15 years old quickly led me led to me being a manager at a Carvel in a not so nice area. By 16 years old. Carvel. Yes. They do the whale thing. That's right. We finally, Fudgy the Whale, they they finally have them out here now, like in the grocery store freezer section, but we've never, Californians have never had a freestanding Carvel store. No, and I've never had Fudgy the Whale, have you? And we've never, no. And I've never seen any commercials. How about for our 100th 100th episode, we have a Fudgy the Whale? Steven, please. I'm on it. it. Steven, can we have a Fudgy the Whale? Can we have a For when we're 100? (laughs) Um, ba ba ba. Sixteen years old by t- manager. Remember that when you had a, a job as a kid, and they're like, "You're a manager," and you're like, "I'm a manager." Sounds great. I, I thought, guess I have keys now. Right. I thought I was big timing mm-hmm. at Hot Topic. Okay. <laughs> to give you an idea, we were robbed multiple times at Knife Point, and I once broke up a violent fight in the parking lot while police cars sat quietly nearby. No, so that's what the neighborhood was like. 
Um, so one night as a tiny child, <laughs> so one night as a tiny manager child, <laughs> I was locking up the store alone at 10 p.m. after the last employee left. Well, I sat outside to wait for my father because obviously I couldn't drive myself yet. The parking lot was empty and dark with the exception of one shady looking white van on the far corner of the lot. Oof. After only a moment of me being outside, the van's lights turned on, and it sped around the lot to pull up and screech to a halt in front of me. The driver didn't do anything at all, but but the side door flew open. What? Um, and an older man was crouched inside. Oh, I see. The driver was just sitting there, and an older man. There's two guys. Scary. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, blah, blah. And he yelled at me. He looked at me and yelled at me, get in, aggressively. <laughs> And instead of running for my life in terror, I politely said, oh, no, thank you, <laughs> as, if there were, as if this were normal. <laughs> the man paused, looked like he was thinking over what to say next, and finally said, it's really cold outside? As though it were a question and not an objective fact about the 10 p.m. about 10 p.m. in December. At the time, I was just conf- at the time, I was just confused. And I said, OK, still no, thank you. And the man made a disappointed huffing sound and slammed the sliding door closed. And the van drove off and out of the lot in a hurry. A few minutes later, my dad shut up and I told him about the weird thing that happened. He freaked out, obviously. And even as I was retelling it, I realized just how messed up it was that uh, even just minutes later. Anyway, that's how I survived a very lazy crime through absolutely no fault of my own. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to add that as an avid murderino and current sex worker, you guys are angels for trying to contribute to the frequent stereotyping and mockery of violence against sex workers. My day job is in healthcare, and I can tell you that while my colleagues and I face violent behavior at, quote, both my – or at both my jobs – it's one one at one. It's considered a tragedy. At the other, it's met with a well. What did you expect? I love you all. Please stay sexy and don't get murdered, Diana. Wow. Yeah. Well, first of all, that story is fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Um. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you feel know, like I would do that. You know what? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Hey, but it- There's something about the sound of an old timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye this is a polite thing of uh, no thank you yeah not okay. fuck you just no <laughs> no no thank you not gonna do your dumb thing <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's really good. Um, that was good to hear from you. And I'm glad you made that point about sex workers. Yeah. It's good to, It's good when people get to speak for themselves. Totally. Oh, yeah, totally. All right, should we do this last one? Okay. 
This the subject line is this, the battlements of celestial fire. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, Elvis, Mimi, Dottie, Frank, and George. That's someone that did the whole lineup. They did their research. You really don't have to do that anymore. No. I like Murderino Family is really succinct. That's a good one. Okay. <clears throat> Although I understand it's fun to say that. Yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to see the variations because you never know what we're going to get. <laughs> That's right. Or who's going to die. <laughs> okay. I went to a hippie college in Western Massachusetts. There were a lot of urban legends floating around, like the Velvet Elvis painting that had once been used to smuggle coke and the guy who lived naked inside a rolled up carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to need two separate emails about this, please. Okay. But this story is my favorite, and it's one that actually happened when I was there. There was this guy. Let's call him Spidey in my freshman class. He was an unsavory character who wore sparkly shirts and was a shitty DJ at parties. Oh, God. (laughs) This just makes me think of my friend Dave. Uh, Davood, who is a DJ, and uh, but he doesn't wear bad shirts. Okay. I heard multiple eyewitness accounts of people entering their shared dorm bathroom to find Spidey wearing a bathrobe and washing his dick off in the sink. <laughs> Ew. Apparently after having sex with his girlfriend. Parentheses, side note. Said girlfriend once told me I looked like a parrot and yelled at me for leaving my dresser drawers open. <laughs> Fucking college, man. A parrot. Uh, you look like a parrot. Um, okay, well, those are beautiful. So, <laughs> and exotic. Yeah, they're okay. smart. So Spidey, a.k.a. Dickwash, who was apparently a coke dealer, one day, a rumor started floating around that he gotten caught and kicked out of school. A few hours later, a post appeared on the college message board by someone calling themselves the Battlements of Celestial Fire. Oh, my God. A self-proclaimed on-campus anti-drug vigilante group. They claimed responsibility for Spidey getting caught. They said that they had set off the fire alarm by lighting a fire outside Spidey's room. Then when Spidey left, they'd gone in and taken mm. all of the drugs out, put them in plain sight so <laughs> campus security could would Hold see up. them. You don't have to light the fire. You can just pull the fire alarm, yeah. right? No fire is actually needed for a fire alarm to go off. So these assholes are like, drugs are bad. We're going to start a fire that <laughs> fire might hurt good. people. Fire is good. <laughs> fucking place where people live. Um, oy, oy, oy. So the Battlements of Celestial Fire warned everyone that they were on a mission to eradicate drugs from the whole school. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. It didn't work. Hippies love drugs. <laughs> they tried to stay anonymous, but we figured out who they were. A bunch of square white dudes. <laughs> I always picture them in all white wearing Oakleys. Fucking narcs. <laughs> Bye. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> more of like a mystery drug story i like it sure i mean so it turned out that the the dick washing was just a just a you know like an interesting enhancement of a story exactly it was kind of like painting the picture that's it painting the picture with dick washing an embellishment (laughs) you you didn't paint the you didn't paint the picture you washed the dick of the story (sighs) now i'm thinking of our 11 year old that listens (sighs) 13 don't worry wait who was 11? I thought someone was 11. The girl who got kidnapped? The girl who got maybe? murdered, and her story was 11. Uh, They're all babies. No, no one was 11. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but, come on, you knew you you laughed at dick jokes when you were 13. Hell yeah, that's all I wanted at to hear. At 11. Please. Dick jokes. Come on. Yeah. What's more exciting? I had the um, the book, Truly Tasteless Jokes. Oh, I had that too. Oh, I used to carry it around. <laughs> I couldn't believe how... <laughs> You're like... What's his name in your back pocket? You had, instead of Catcher in the Rye, <laughs> yeah. you had 
Truly tastes. Mark David Chapman. Yeah, they're like, she's fine. Don't She'll worry. be, yeah, She'll don't be worry. She'll go off on her own for All a while. All she's going to do is kill it at every show she fucking oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Leaning across that table. <laughs> up top. Killing it. All right, guys, this has been uh, <laughs> the most insane minisode I think we've done so uh-huh. far. Uh, um, thank you guys for listening. Send your send your not minisodes, but your hometown murders and beyond to my favorite murder at Gmail. I think right now we're doing first responder. Uh, we like a ghost story. Love a ghost story. Um, I mean, clearly we there's no there's not a lot of rules. Yeah, we just want to hear great stuff, great stories. You have to tell yeah. us a crime, a crime involved or something like that would be great. A thread of crime helps just because yeah. we're supposed to be doing a certain kind of <laughs> right. podcast. Because people tuning in in the morning on their commute on Monday morning are like, "Can I please? I just want this one thing that I like. Get one story that has the theme of please. your show. Just one, one bloody axe. Right. Um, but thanks, you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, stay sexy and don't get murdered. <gasps> Bye. Bye.